Today is special for mothers. We honor mothers for who they are and what they do. And so I asked some of our children to tell us what their mothers mean to them. Here's what they shared. Mom is good, brave, strong, and fun. She's pretty as a flower and as me. She kisses me goodnight and accompanies me even when tired. Mom is playful, takes care of me, and taught me everything I know. I love to see her in crocs and dresses. She's very good at cooking and snuggling. I would not trade mom for anything, including an ice cream cone. If I had lots of money, I would buy mom a custom car and a bunch of flowers. I know my mom loves me because she never lets me down. And she tells me she loves me. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. I welcome members to Messiah Lutheran Church, friends and guests to worship this day. If you're joining us and you do not have a home church, I encourage you to make Messiah Lutheran Church your home. We worship here on Saturday at 5.30 and on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 a.m. On Saturday at 5.30, we call it the casual service. That is, you come as you are. And the 8 a.m. service is traditional and 11 a.m. contemporary. In the absence of in-person gatherings, we worship online on Saturday at 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. via YouTube and Facebook. We hope you can join us at those times to worship God. And now say with me, in the name of our, the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I do not, I do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
passing on the faith. Let us pray. Sanctify us in your truth, O Lord, for your word is truth. Amen. In the gospel passage for today, as Thomas openly shared his fear for the future, I feel like I am looking into the mirror. Thomas is me. I cannot tell you how many times I have objected in our family home to perceived injustice or comment or decision that I did not agree with. At such times, it was customary for mom to speak in parables. She might say something like, Bush get ears, and dutty get tongue. I can see that you didn't get it. That's the way I felt, too. Even though I would ask for clarification, mom did not, did not oblige, or she might say something like, not all who go to church I go for pray. Now you're confused. <laughs> so, I say to you what Jesus has been saying to his disciples leading up to this moment. Wait. Wait. But patience is not a strong suit for many of us. We are hardlined, hardwired rather, to want things now in a culture of instant gratification. So, we never want to wait for anything. Like Thomas, we want to know more about the transcendent place that Jesus is preparing for us. We want to know about it because that is where the Father is. And in addition, like Philip, we want to see the Father. We want to learn about the place Jesus is preparing, although it is not on a map or cannot be accessed by GPS. But Jesus could not be clearer when he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I never imagined that Jesus would be the cause of dissatisfaction in the upper room after Judas had left to make a deal. Not until Philip insisted, show us the Father and we will be satisfied in verse 8. I did not expect to hear the disciples making demands. But when I reflect on my family upbringing, it began to make sense. I used to demand, show me. Many times I wanted to see for myself. So Philip 
is at the top of a long list, including myself, who demand to see what is right in front of us. Jesus wouldn't be satisfied until Jesus, we wouldn't be satisfied until you show us. Even though we heard you say, if you know me, you will know the Father also. We heard what you said. But listening is a problem for so many of us. Whenever I failed to act in accordance with mom's wishes or instructions, she would lament, your hair's hard. Now, in proper English, what she meant is, are you deaf or hard of hearing? Mom was frustrated when I did not carry out her instructions or behave like a Cummings. Sometimes mom was patient and would caution. We'll miss you, na pass you. In proper English, I might withhold the rod of correction, but it will come eventually. Jesus was patient. He told them that there is no roadmap to God. The way to God is a person, He Himself. To know and see God requires faith. Faith is a personal relationship to Jesus Christ. Some time ago, I asked, how did you become a Christian? If you're wondering how do I become a Christian, maybe it would help if I tell you how I became a Christian. Soon after I was born, mom and dad decided to have me baptized. They made a promise at my baptism. Before God, and in the presence of the gathered people of God, to raise me in the community of faith, to place in my hands the Holy Scriptures and the stories of faith, and to show me the lifestyle of people who love and serve God. Mom took me to church and sent me to Sunday school where I learned to sing, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Now, years later, I came to realize that it was mom who introduced me to Jesus Christ. 
Her relationship with Jesus is the foundation on which my faith was established. We come to know Jesus through significant relationships. So children who are listening, it is my prayer that you will come to know Jesus through your mother's and father's love for you and for Jesus Christ as it was for me. The first place to know Jesus should be in our homes. That's our first school. So watching Jesus with his disciples reminds me of mom's relationship with me and my siblings. Mind you, I loved my father, who was a very good provider. He worked outside of the home so much that we did not see him often. He did not interact with us as mom did. She was always present to us. And that presence is what I heard in Janelle's and Lucy's tribute to their mother. I also heard that same theme from Naya last Sunday during coffee hour. We are more likely to carry forward the simple yet precious teachings, values, and examples of our parents when they are present to us. Jesus was patient with his disciples, like I experienced with my mom. He needed them to carry forward his mission. It was important to him that they not, they not lose faith in him. In the same way, it is important that we do not lose faith in these days of COVID-19. Long before I could read John 14, 1 for myself, my mom taught me that in times of trouble, to believe in God. She would say, pray and ask God for help. It was a daily piety for her to pray and that and that, and she did not, I must say this, she did not believe in prayer, but she believed in the one who answers prayer. So in these days of COVID-19, my family has been praying the 46th Psalm. No matter what happens, we know that God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Finally, as promised, let me unpack mom's sayings. When mom said, bush get ears, 
and dirty get tongue, she meant sometimes you think that what you do or say nobody hears or sees, but yet your secrets are known. Mom wanted me to chew on it in the hope that I would always remember and apply it in my life. When she said, not all who go at church I go for pray, she meant, it is not everything you must take at face value. Thomas and Philip were taking Jesus' sayings at face value when he wanted them to see and understand a deeper truth that he is the closest the human mind can get to know who God is and what God is like. This did not come home to them until after the resurrection and when he blessed them with the Holy Spirit. As children of God, by baptism, who have received the Holy Spirit, we believe that like the disciples, we will be stronger after our Eucharistic fast is ended. In these days of COVID-19, our hunger for Christ grows. Our faith in Him is strengthened. And we ready ourselves to bear witness in word and deed that Jesus Christ lives in us. That is most certainly true. Amen. Just pray.
Let us pray. Uplifted by the promised hope of healing and resurrection, we join the people of God in all times and places in praying for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Build us up, mothering God, as living stones united in your spiritual house. Continually strengthen your church as it is sent forth to proclaim your love. We pray especially for new congregations and those in redevelopment. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Humble us, Creator God, as part of your creation. Fill us with respect and awe for the world you have made, including volcanoes, ocean currents, tropical rainforests, glaciers, and other forces that both destroy and create. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Align our, our ways to your love, O Lord. We pray for countries, leaders, and other organizations as they prepare places for those seeking refuge and safety. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of healing and rest, help those whose hearts are heavy and weighed down by many troubles. Comfort their suffering, ease their distress, and carry their burdens, especially those we name silently or aloud. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Nurturing God, we pray for those who tend and teach young children and youth, for the safe pregnancies of expectant parents, and for families who struggle with infertility and miscarriage. We give thanks for all who have shown mothering care and we remember all for whom this day is difficult. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Generous God, you call into your brilliant light all who have died. Give us faith to take hold of the promise of your eternal life. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. With bold confidence in your love, Almighty God, we place all for whom we pray into your eternal care. Through Christ our Lord, who taught us when to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. 
Amen. May the one God who brought forth Jesus from the dead raise you to new life, fill you with hope, and turn your mourning into dancing. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. <laughs>